Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. I wanna be there when the people start to turn it around, when they triumph over poverty. I wanna be there when the people win the battle against AIDS. I wanna lend a hand, I wanna be there for the alcoholic. I wanna be there for the drug addict. I wanna be there for the victims of violence and abuse. I wanna lend a hand, say. Good evening, and thank you very much for tuning in to The Viewpoints on SAFM. My name's Chris Vick. Tonight, we're taking a journey through the world of ethics and integrity, whether it's politicians, musicians, or journalists. We're going to look at the integrity of people who are being nominated for public office, the integrity that marked the life of Hugh Masekela, who would have turned 80 today, and the integrity, or lack of, of journalists, and why people seem to hate them so much recently. Going to be a great show. As always, stay with us while we take in a bit more Hugh Masekela. I wanna lend a hand I wanna be there For the victims of violence And abuse I wanna lend a hand Say To mommy now 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 To mommy 
Welcome to The Viewpoint. That was Hugh Masakela there with uh, Tuma Mina. Would have been the 80th birthday of Hugh Masakela today. Sadly, he's not with us. His legend is, his uh, contribution to music is. And Tuma Mina has left a particular mark on South Africa. It's a track that inspired President Ramaphosa to make his Tuma Mina call during his first State of the Nation address. Send me, he said, borrowing from Brahu. Let me be there when the people start to turn it around. But I guess the question we face now as we approach the elections on the 8th of May is just who we are going to be sending into government when we vote in just 34 days' time, and whether they can, in fact, turn things around. If we send the right people, we get the right outcome. If we send the wrong people, we get the wrong outcome. There's plenty of examples of people in public office who should probably be nowhere public money, nowhere near public money, or should never have been put in charge of large numbers of people. But there are also good people, excellent examples of servant leadership. I guess the balance is to get consistency, get the best people, get the best representation. Uh, to help us look at the caliber of, of people in public office, first up, we've got David Lewis, Executive Director of Corruption Watch. David, welcome to the show. Us. David. Hello. Good evening. Welcome. It's Chris. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Hi, Chris. Yeah, good. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks very much for coming on. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take up much of your time. I, I just thought it would be very useful to frame the conversation um, around why it is so important that we focus on caliber and integrity, why we focus on ethics for people in public office, just in, people, in case people don't quite get it. Well, you know... You have to think, you know, what you're doing is sending people to Parliament and to the provincial legislatures, but let's, you know, focus on Parliament. I mean, Parliament is is supposed to be the pillar of the democracy, the institution that is there to hold the executive to account. Think of the record of Parliament during the Zuma administration. They mm. were basically missing in action. Uh, they were, uh, you know, and when they were in action, it was usually to defend uh, Zuma and his cronies and corrupt members of parliament rather than to hold them to account. So really it was left at that stage to civil society organizations, the media and the courts to deal with rampant corruption and eventually get us to where we are today, where at least we have a president who we can respect and and look up to. And, you know, I'm afraid, though, in the parliamentary lists uh, of all the parties, certainly not only of the ANC, but mm. definitely including the ANC, we have a number of candidates on that list who are really of concern. I mean, who will not be holding the executive to account. And, you know, there are people accused of corruption, racism, sexism, but basically people not fit for public office. Mm. And what they'll turn around and say is, well, we haven't been found guilty in a court of law. And what we want to say to them is that that means that you only, only criminals are not uh, uh, right for public office. Surely there have to be moral and ethical standards mm. that, that decide whether you are fit for public office. And so, you know, we really want people to scrutinize the list. But but what do and, they do when they scrutinize it? I mean, what, what can people do? I know that some objections have been made to the IEC, but is it essentially up to you to raise it within your own political formation? Well, you know, I think it is. Obviously, you know, I, I would like to think it will help people decide 
who it is they want to vote for. You know, one of the great difficulties in South Africa, and something that really has to be reformed very soon, is our proportional representation system. So if if these were people standing on their own record in individual constituencies, you could say, I want to vote for the president, or I want to vote for these 120 people, let's say, on the ANC list. But I don't want to vote for this guy who has a terrible record in his treatment of women, mm. or who, or I don't want to vote for her who really messed up her department the last time she was in Parliament. Or I don't want to vote for that one who's been accused very persuasively of bribery and corruption. Unfortunately, we're in a situation now. If you want to vote for, let's say, the particular leader of a political party or a particular set of candidates in a political party, you have to vote for the party and not for the the person. And that, I think, weakens our democracy, and it's precisely what allows some very powerful but some very corrupt or otherwise inappropriate people to get into Parliament. And we have to worry about that. Mm. And it's about applying moral and ethical judgments. It's not repeating this mantra that I'm innocent until I'm proven guilty. You know, after you've gone through the entire court system and arrived finally at the constitutional court in 10 years' time, finding you guilty, that this is then the only thing that disqualifies you from public office. Mm, that mm. really is not, not good enough. Mm. Dave, that's very helpful. Thank you very much for, call, uh, for, for being on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. I want to bring the issue a little bit closer to the flame now um, and bring in two people, Snooki Zikalala from the ANC Veterans League. Snooki, thank you very much for coming back into the SABC. Good evening, Chris. And on the line, Ronald Lamolo, who's a member of the NEC of the ANC. Ronald, welcome to the show. Ronald, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank I'm not sure if you can hear me now. I can hear you very very clearly. Thank you very much for, for, for being on, on the line. Thank you to you and to the listeners. Thank you. Um, Snooki, just to start with you, I mean, there's there's been a lot of noise, if I can call it that, um, certainly within my branch on WhatsApp groups that I belong to within the Veterans League among the stalwarts and veterans, um, about discontent with some of the names on the ANC list in particular. What is your position as an organization today? Well, I'd like to say that, and, and good evening to listeners, I'd like to say that uh, the Veterans League in Houting, they had what they are called the elections campaign workshop mm-hmm. with the Houting leadership. Uh, so when where we are strategizing how to win the elections and involving veterans on the ground to campaign for the ANC. What came out, out of that workshop is that a majority of um, members of the Veterans League were saying on, during their door-to-door campaigns, people were, were, were not happy with the number of uh, ANC-nominated uh, people going to Parliament. And uh, we came up with a resolution. As there were 246 members of the Veterans League in Gauteng, all of them uh, card-carrying members uh, with good credentials, they came up with a resolution that uh, uh, one of the resolutions that we came up with with this declaration was saying that uh, we we really plead to all those who are implicated to honestly uh, introspect and step down. 
for the for the sake of the country and the sake of the organization. But but some would argue that you're calling on the conscience of people who don't have a conscience. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the list. Of well, the we're pleading list. for their conscience. And secondly, is that yesterday I was in I was in the Eastern Cape, where we had more than hundred veterans from eight regions of the veteran of the Veterans League in in the Eastern Cape. The same call came out from veterans saying that we plead, we honestly, honestly, and sincerely plead, especially to our comrades who are nominated, who are in the list, and who are tainted. Uh, to step down and uh, make sure that we win these coming elections because society is very angry. We know what happened in 2016 when we imposed leadership on people in Tswane and people stayed back. And now currently people are more conscious and people are, uh, they want to see exactly what the ANC elected leadership is doing in terms of cleansing the ANC, ensuring that the ANC delivers on its mandate. And people are saying that we want to clean ANC, ANC which does not does not have people who are tainted, whose credibility is questionable. And so that's that's what the Veterans League is saying. And we as Veterans League, of course, in the Eastern Cape, we said we appreciate and welcome the resolution of the ANC when it, the ANC said the Integrity Commission must go through the list and ensure that those who are tainted, those who are implicated, those who have dented the integrity and credibility of the ANC should not be on the, on, on the list. And so we're happy with that. We hope that the Integrity Commission will be given resources and will be given more powers to act expeditiously, expeditiously so as to, 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 to request those who are implicated to step down. And it's, it's important that they should do so. And also as Veterans League and Gauteng, we said if, if they go to, to parliament, they should not be in, in, elected to any senior position in government. They should not be appointed as cabinet ministers. They'd rather be backbenchers. And so that's what we are saying. We don't, we don't have to guarantee, guarantee them any positions in, in government when they become elected mm. as, as, as public representatives. Ronald, if I can just bring you in. I mean, Snooki is a member of the NEC, am I correct? And the NWC. Yes. So, so what is the NEC's view on on the comments that are coming from the organisation that he that, that he's leading? Is there a sensitivity to the views expressed by the Veterans League and others? And will the NEC consider the process that the Veterans League is embarking on to try and get provinces to take formal resolutions on this? Yes, there is indeed a sensitivity to to the views that have been expressed by the Veterans League and uh, other members of society. Because uh, even ourselves have yet the concerns that have been raised. And it is for that reason that the NEC took a decision in the last meeting to refer the entire list to the Integrity Committee. Because that is in line with the National Conference Resolution of the NEC with regard to integrity that uh, we needed to elevate the standard of ethics and morality above the Constitution. Because you will know that the, 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 the resolution says that the, the, the ANC must able to deal and attend to any kind of conduct that has the potential of affecting its reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we do not have to wait for court processes and many other things. And I think the pressure that, came, that comes from society and the veterans speak is what the NEC was responding to. Is you it? will also remember that before we even responded to this, uh, issues. We also started with the vetting process, which was also aimed to help us go through this process. Is is there a, <coughs> is there a concern? I mean, Snooki says there's concern that this could impact on the election turnout for the ANC. Is there 
Because I, I, I mean, I guess you have two options. You can send it to the Integrity Commission and hope nothing happens, or you can send it to the Integrity Commission and hope that it solves this particular issue. But that obviously depends on whether there is a concern within the NEC that this could lose the ANC votes in a very crucial election. Yes, there is a concern. Obviously, if uh, people in society are raising the issue, and even amongst our own uh, 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 structures, there is an issue that has been raised. Although you will remember that the list is an outcome of the branch process, which uh, we had to then, as the NEC, take it through the list process. It has undergone all the processes in terms of our guidelines. So we, we as the NEC, have done what is supposed to be done, but we cannot prescribe to the integrity committee what should be the outcome of the integrity committee. Otherwise, we are going to compromise their work. So as the NEC, we need to give that space to the integrity committee to be independent, to do their own independent assessment. And we, we up to so far, the recommendations they've brought to us, uh, we have not ignored them. So we have, we have had to consider the recommendations they've brought to us. So up to now, uh, we, we think that that process of the Integrity Commission is the best process or the best available remedy for us to attend to the concerns and to the issues raised because we've gone through all our processes in terms of the guidelines. It, it's good to hear that, but we, we tried to get uh, George Mashamba on the show tonight, and when my producer called him he said he couldn't come and discuss it because they haven't received the documentation from the Tuli house to that empowers them to take up this issue I mean, can you confirm that the integrity commission has formally been notified that it must consider this matter and respond quickly yeah the decision was taken by the nec that the integrity commission must be given the entire list it's a decision of the of the nec i understand that but has that decision been communicated to the integrity commission because they say they haven't heard from you. Uh, I'm, I've not yet uh, got uh, that indication, but the decision is there, it's taken, it's official, it was communicated to the whole country. I, th- isn't, isn't the ANC running out of time here? I mean, the, ANC, the, the IC, Snooki has already published the, the election list. There have been objections. I saw that there had been about 300 objections at some point. Aren't you running out of time on this particular issue? Well, I think we are running out of time, and um, it's, it's uh, as Conrad Figuilam Balula said earlier on that it's not a guarantee that those who are in the nominated list they'll make it to Parliament. And so, definitely, we are running out of time. And if it comes to a push that uh, there are those who are implicated in corrupt activities that have been pulled away, pulled out, others can go up because you must know that there is a list that is waiting for those who are credible and who have impeccable, who have impeccable credibility in society. They should be pushed up so that they can be able to represent society properly. And adequately. So what's so, the deadline you're working on? I mean, what is your target to get as many resolutions as you can, channel them through, hope the Integrity Commission gets the letter, does something about it, given that we're voting in 34, 35 days' time? We'd like to, that, as, as veterans, we'd like that to happen within the next 14 days, but I doubt whether they'll do that, but it has to happen. It has to happen because we want society behind us. Society uh, is behind the ANC. Society wants to see ANC winning power by 62%. That's what we want as veterans. And so we want the Integrity Commission to speed up the whole process and we plead with our leadership to ensure that the resolution that was taken by the NEC is 
imp- is implemented as soon as possible so as the so as to give the integrity commission the time to to look at the whole list critically and of course objectively because society is really waiting waiting with bated breath that this matter is solved as soon as possible and and how seriously do you think people are taking the call that they should go with their conscience and step down if they are a liability to the ANC's election chances? Well, I think they'll take it seriously because pressure is on them because they were they, they, when they went into the struggle itself, no one went into the struggle to, be, to, be, to become a leader or to occupy a certain posi- position. Some of us never wanted to be ministers. When we don't even want to be ministers. We better work with the, on the ground, do what we know we can do better. And so they did not go in there for positions of power. They went there to ensure that the ANC is in power, the ANC implements its best policies of uh, ensuring that society is united, ensuring that we get rid of poverty, quality education, we employ, we make sure that young people get quality jobs and to elevate society's, uh, society's uh, opportunities in, in, in the country itself. And so they should know very well that they are not there uh, as leaders permanently. And if they fail society, they should step down graciously. That's what we are saying. Ronald, if I can just bring you back in, what is the, what is the timelines that, that the NEC is working on then? I mean, let's assume the integrity commission is working on it the iec has already published the list is there a clear set of timelines that will let voters know by the time they go to the polls on the 8th of may exactly who they're voting for when they vote for the anc yeah no the nec said the issue must be dealt with as expeditiously as possible it must be done within reasonable time obviously it's difficult to prescribe the exact time because you would know the list is very long. Mm. But um, I think when the integrity committee has the list, and uh, with the, they will be able to to give us an indication of the time. But we have been very clear that it must be done as expeditiously and urgently as the, as is reasonable possible. I, I, I hear that. I, I guess I, I'm looking for dates and figures, but I, I mean we just have to sort of respect the process. Um, what what is the report back process to branches then? I mean, they if you, if if the branches are the root of of the organisation, is that information being fed back? Is there a kind of a discussion within branches or other structures around the issue that the Veterans League is raising um, that people must act with their conscience? I think at this stage, obviously, the issue is at the level of the NEC, and when we do receive the the report it will be coming from the it will come to to the NEC for for action. The, the branches have already participated in terms of the nomination mm. and what uh, the current list that we have is an outcome or a product of the branch process. So some people would argue that the outcome shows a not my argument, other people's argument that it shows an ANC which is pretty rotten. How no, do you f- not necessarily because. Um, so, is it, it a few it, rotten it, it, apples, possibly? Not, not, not necessarily because um, I, I mean, uh, all is not everyone in the list who is uh, affected by the issues that are being raised. Sure. And there is a number of people who, 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 who they have not. They are people of uh, unquestionable integrity, uh, like uh, Dr. Tankosa Zanazuma, the president. Uh, many others in the list uh, who, who are there, and there's also a number of good mixture of veterans, good mixture of youth, and a good mixture of uh, of, of, of middle-aged people who are who are well known in society to to, to have stood the test of time 
in terms of a good moral feeling. So I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're essentially saying people should vote for the whole tree, not a couple of rotten apples that they see on it. Now, obviously, the list has got a very good mixture. If uh, there will be an outcome, it will be, in terms of those issues, it will be an outcome of two processes. And the two process involves what the integrity committee is going to say, but there are other processes through law enforcement agencies and so forth, which are two processes which we can't be able as the NEC to circumvent. Mm-hmm. No, I respect that. And I really appreciate you coming on to explain that. Snooki, final comment from you. Is this a do or die issue? Well, I would say it's a do or die issue, and uh, we as veterans would like would not like to see our children inheriting a corrupt and a bankrupt state, and also a corrupt and uh, bankrupt ANC. A lot of people died for this ANC, died for this country, and so that's why we want to bring back the credibility and integrity of the ANC and the country. And so we hope that um, the Integrity Commission will do a thorough job, <coughs> thorough job, and uh, we, we 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 put our faith uh, in the Integrity Commission. Commission, and also we'd like our leaders who have been nominated to graciously and honestly introspect and step down as soon as possible so as not to embarrass our organization because our people have hope in the ANC and they want to vote for the ANC. They want us to win uh, um, the, the coming elections. Stay with us. I just want to take a quick call from Max and Kruenstadt. Max, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, sir. Good evening to all uh, in the studio. Good evening. Yes, y- yes, my point is just on two issues. The first <coughs> issue is that the ANC, after elections at some point for local government, they said Certain people who were wrongly put in the in the list were supposed to resign, and they never did. That's the first one. The second one is that the ANC on its policies is supposed to be rigid on policies rather than to leave it to the conscience of people to step down willingly. They should pronounce and say, according to the policy, this person is not supposed to be in the list because we've come to realize that some of them they don't have they don't have those consciences that we are asking them to to go and check for. So how how, how do we trust them? We are in limbo. I, I think Max in an ideal world, possibly, um, in a united ANC, possibly. Snooki, I don't know if you agree. It's not that easy. It's not that easy, but it should be easy. It should be. It should be. It should be. It should be. I think people should uh, exercise their conscience. And of course, that's why you have the Integrity Commission. If the Integrity Commission come up with uh, uh, stern um, proposals, we as the NEC will take that decision. But I, I guess the issue is whether they get the letter. But uh, so far. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, 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 my information is that uh, they will definitely soon get the letter and they'll start the work as soon as possible because oh, yeah. the NEC and the ANC leadership is interested in seeing that this matter is, is dealt with. Great. Thank you very much. Good to see you again. Thanks for coming on. Okay, thanks a lot, Chris. Time for some more Huma Sekela. After that, we're going to be speaking to one of his very close former comrades, fellow ANC cultural activist Mandla Lang. Chris Vick on The Viewpoint.